Welcome to a Thai Toastmasters. I am your host, Joanne Callahan. For nearly 100 years, Toastmasters International has helped millions of people become more confident communicators, public speakers, and leaders in over 16,000 clubs worldwide. Toastmasters will give you the skills and confidence you need to effectively express yourself and get your message across in any situation. Whether you are a manager, student, young professional, someone looking to advance your career, a health coach, or someone hoping to make an impact in your community, Toastmasters is the most effective, supportive, enjoyable, and affordable way of gaining great communication skills. By learning to effectively formulate and express your ideas, you open an entirely new world of possibilities. Hello, everybody, and you're very welcome to our very first special guest, our very first podcast, the Thai Toastmasters podcast. I'm really, really excited um, at what we are going to unfold every week as we bring on special guests and speakers and uh, lots of different people that can help you with communications, relationships, building on your confidence, lots of different conversations that we're going to have with a variety of people helping to improve your life skills, basically. So today we have Maureen McGowan, and Maureen is a Toastmaster, and Maureen is 10 years in Toastmasters. So Maureen, you're very welcome. Thanks a million, Joanne. Delighted to be here. Brilliant, brilliant. So Maureen, just before we get into our conversation, can you tell us a little bit about Toastmasters, why you joined Toastmasters on your journey? Yes, so I'm 10 years, as I said, 10 years member of Toastmasters this this month. And I was aware of Toastmasters, wasn't really sure of what it did. Like an awful lot of people who come to Toastmasters, they've heard of it, maybe, not really sure what it is that it does. And it was at a time when my two boys were a lot younger and I wanted to do something for myself, some sort of personal development. And I said, I'm going to go along. I remember the conversation I had with my husband the night that I went to the open night in Kildare Toastmasters. And I said, I'm going to go along to this. I think it could be good for me. But if it's not fun, I'm not staying. And that's 10 years ago. So that, that gives testament to what it was. But the, my reason for joining Toastmasters, I didn't have particular interest in delivering speeches or anything like that. But I wanted to, to develop social skills, small talk, having that cup at that you know, chat over the cup of coffee, I was not good at that. And that was something that I wanted to develop. So I felt that joining an organization like Toastmasters could help me and it did. Wow, that's incredible. And and Maureen, what I can hear in that is, yeah, so there's lots of people in Toastmasters who don't necessarily go in there to become a professional speaker because it does take a lot of work, but it's the, the first start of the journey if that's what people want to do. But I can hear in that as well that you really wanted to develop um, how you relate to people, your social skills. And that's very important because being able to relate to people and just have a conversation with people because there's so many people out there that, you know, they don't know, they don't know how they're going to be received or the right things to say or having confidence really. And I think Toastmasters provides that environment. And another thing you said is fun. You want to have fun, which is really important because when you go out of your comfort zone, you want there to be a little bit of fun to make it easier for you. I know myself personally, there's a lot of support inside and a bit of crack and and it's just incredible. So so um, Maureen, why do you think that for your reason, social skills and personal development, why do you think or how do you think Toastmasters help in those areas? 
It helps in a, in a number of ways. First of all, at every Toastmasters meeting, you have the opportunity to speak. It's far, far more than delivering speeches. So if you're nervous speaking in front of, you know, a room of people, and when I say in a room of people, it could be 14, 12, 14, 20 people in the room. But if that makes you nervous, if you're doing the role of timekeeper and you stand up at the end of the meeting to deliver the times of each of the speeches, the, amount, the length of time you're speaking is less than a minute. Mm. But that is a huge hurdle for an awful lot of people. That idea of standing in front and, of people and speaking, full stop, can terrify them. So there's a really gentle introduction. So one of the things from Toastmasters, apart from delivering speeches, all of the different roles that are there give people the opportunity to speak at every meeting. Apart from the fact that you've got your tea, coffee break, and you've got your conversation there when, when we have our, our normal meetings face to face and you've got the conversation there where you're talking to people. But at the meeting, each meeting, you have an opportunity to stand up. If you're not doing a role, you might be doing a speech. And if you're not doing that, you have an opportunity to speak in the table topics, the impromptu speaking section of the meeting. And one piece of really solid advice that I got at the when I started Toastmasters was every meeting, Put yourself down for either a role or a speech the following meeting to commit, because if we've committed, it's harder to pull out rather than sort of saying, well, I might do something next next meeting, commit to it and stick to it. And then it means that that you're building up the habit of going to the meeting. And I think set a little personal goal for yourself that I'm going to speak up at every meeting because... Like I said, the, the table topics gives everybody the opportunity to do that. So there's such a huge, vast number of ways in which you can do, those are my language, develop, <laughs> develop your skills. And it's far, far more than delivering speeches. Yeah, yeah. and it's so great, Maureen, because um, so, so many people can have this uh, preconception of what Toastmasters is all about and be nervous to even join and... Um, and, and you're right, there's loads of different roles that are available for people to do, and you can choose whatever role you want to do. The meetings are every two weeks, and you can choose whichever role. Even I remember when I started, I think reading out the mission statement was one of the first things that I did. And I can hear what you're saying, because even if you take on a role, like forget about speeches if you're really, really that nervous. Just the practice of getting up um, you know, on a regular basis at each meeting and, and what you said about committing to a role. So it could be just committing to doing the, the mission statement, but try to um, change the variety, do different roles every week or whatever, until you're comfortable enough to start doing a speech, If you know, and, um, and there's no pressure. And that's what I love about Toastmasters. And um, there's a lot of support inside the Toastmasters as well. So um, what's your experience, Maureen, of the support that you got when you were doing your roles and then transitioning into doing speeches, what kind of support? Huge support um, all the way because the each speech has the evaluation and the evaluator is another Toastmaster who is giving their opinion and it's, it's their opinion of your speech, but it's mostly positive with an area for improvement, which means that you're always learning and always growing and always working towards improving things the next time around. But the amount of support that I've seen for myself and for others is huge. Everyone is really rooting for you. The first speech you give is your icebreaker. And everybody in that room is rooting for you to deliver your first icebreaker speech. Or if it's the first time that you're standing up to speak on a table topic, the support that's there is great. It doesn't matter what you say. And that's that's a key 
learning that I've taken away from all of the Toastmasters. It doesn't matter what you say. You stand up, you say something, you try to have it as coherent as possible, structured as possible, and the support that you get is phenomenal. But also, and I expect you've seen the same, Joanne, in your own club in Athai, the amount of stories that people give where they can really give very personal information about themselves. And we've had some stories that people have told at Toastmasters, and it's honestly been a privilege to be in the room where they have shared those experiences with us. Whether it was somebody who told the story of a, by a phone call that he made one night, discovered a couple of months later that he had prevented a friend from ending his life that night. And the yeah. power in those stories is phenomenal. So every time that you go to Toastmasters, you're, you're hearing about different people's hobbies, you're learning life skills, you're getting, you're learning new information all of the time. So all of that is going on. It's, it's a fantastic organization. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, and I can hear, I can really relate to that. I remember when I did my Toastmaster, my icebreaker, and the icebreaker is, it's called an icebreaker for, for the proper reason. It's, it's a very first speech and you're breaking the ice basically. So that's why we call it the icebreaker. And I remember Maureen, my very first speech and the, the icebreaker tends to be all about you because it's you don't have to go doing any research about yourself. You know who you are and the life that you've had. So a lot of people talk about themselves and their, their upbringing or whatever or their hobby or whatever it is. So that's normally what most people speak about. And I remember I talked about my life story and my experiences growing up. And I actually found it quite move and I moved myself. I moved everybody in the audience as well. But it was quite therapeutic, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 a lot of people you're right like the icebreakers tend to be and it's a very safe environment and I think it's great because people can actually open up now you don't have to talk about anything dear to your heart if you don't want to but like a lot of people use that opportunity and people can relate to you and create them stronger bonds and that's really really important so there's a great community um inside of Toastmasters and I always remember that now and I got and they are they're rooting for you and when you finish your icebreaker they're like yes yes and they're applauding you and congratulating you and you always get positive feedback on the evaluation for your icebreaker and um because you're not really been you know the the the, the main objective is just to get up there and, and speak as you say yeah. and um and it's just an incredible feeling it's just really really brilliant so maureen can you tell us let me see your favorite bits your favorite memories maybe of of toastmasters because uh, you're in a 10 years now and you've been through a lot you've um, excelled and you've uh, gone into competitions and all sorts of things so can you tell us Maureen probably what would be your favorite memories of Toastmasters? My favorite memory was the year that I was club president and uh, we had a phenomenal year that year and we had a, a visit by by Toastmasters royalty it was um her name escapes me Mohammed Murad who was the immediate past president of Toastmasters International. Um, he visited our, our club and we had a huge open night that night. And um, that was that was a really impressive night, an impressive meeting. Um, it was also the first year that we, as a club, so just for listeners who are not familiar with Toastmasters, there is a, a points system, if you like. So each club is trying to become a distinguished club or a President's Distinguished is the ultimate honour, and that's where you achieve 10, 9 or 10 club points. 
and it was the first year for Kildare Toastmasters that we became presidents distinguished uh, the year that I was president so that's very very fond memories and we've been presidents distinguished every year since then so our club is, is going very strong so wow what an achievement that's that's a really great achievement yeah so it really goes to show the the standards and um the members are obviously enjoying it and um yeah it's really succeeding and it's it, it's so fantastic and yeah there's there's clubs in usually in, in towns and um, so there's just one here at Tide, there's one in Kildare, there's one in Carlow so each town would normally have or there's just there's a club somewhere near you but there's a lot of them all around Ireland for anyone and right now with the times that we're in Maureen we're going Zoom so um, we've had visitors from Germany and England and all over the place as well so it's, it's you're just not limited so you can actually um, join and visit any other club as well and if you're not a member of Toastmasters guests can come along uh, mm -hmm. and join the meetings so they can come to a couple of meetings and just check it out and sit back in the background and just observe and just see what it's all about and um, so okay. it's a, a great opportunity for for guests to come along and um, uh, to, to find out more about uh, Toastmasters so we're um, we're a few minutes in now Maureen so I just wanted to ask you as well um, so you're in Kildare at the moment? Yes. Are you in any other clubs as well, or is it just Kildare that you're in? No, just, just Kildare Toastmasters. Yeah. But I visited a number of clubs, and particularly when I was the area director last year, then obviously I was visiting all of the, the local clubs around. And virtually, I haven't travelled too far virtually, but I did attend um, Georgia in the States. I attended a, a, club, a, a club meeting there on a Saturday morning. And just feeding on from what you said, that you because of Zoom, it can, you can... If you want to attend a Toastmasters meeting every day of the week, literally you can. <laughs> and with different time zones, you could probably be on 24-7 if, if that was what yeah. your wish was. But yeah. it's a great way of getting to know new people. That's great. Yeah, it's great. And, uh, and what I love, because um, I've joined other clubs as well, um, and really the purpose of that was to see how they were running their meetings and just to see, um, you know, because there's different, um, and I, I love the American accents as well, and uh, Australia and um, and, it's, and it's just great to connect with other people in different countries as well. Just not limit yourself to Ireland or whatever country you're in. And um, just so many opportunities. And it's great for networking as well. And you may have relationships with people, like friendships outside of Toastmasters as well, that you can build on. It's a great way to do that as well. Um, so, Maureen, if I was to ask you um, to sum up or just tell us... Um, why should people join Toastmasters, in your opinion? What, what, what is it that people can, and, and there's various different reasons mm. why people can join Toastmasters. Um, if you just want to pass time, uh, just have a social evening, or it could be you want to be a professional speaker, or, or just improve on your communication skills, or whatever, speaking out more. But why, in your opinion, um, Maureen, should people join a Toastmasters club? If somebody is looking for a form of personal development that they want to develop over a long period of time, because there's no quick fix in Toastmasters, it goes in and, and you're following the program that's there, and over time you will notice your confidence increase. And if you think of it, public speaking, everybody does public speaking. Yeah. You're speaking at a meeting at work, that's public speaking. It doesn't have to be standing up on a stage. Yeah. Um, so if you're taking, a, if you are in a situation that you want to speak more effectively at meetings at work, for example, then 
Toastmasters might be something that could benefit from you. I remember shortly after I had joined Toastmasters, I was still teaching at the time. I had, it was before I set up my business. And um, I was speaking at a staff meeting and someone came up to me at the end and said, you spoke really well at that meeting. And I put it down to table topics from Toastmasters because that gave me the skills to be able to create a coherent answer to a question in a short period of time that mm -hmm. you, you instinctively know the structure that you're going to need to be able to speak well. That can be speaking, it could be somebody who has a speech coming up for a retirement or for a wedding and they want to upskill, get practice, they can get a trial run. We've listened to many wedding speeches, best man speeches, groom speeches and uh, bridesmaid speeches in our club, giving feedback there as well. So it could be a specific event somebody has coming up and they want to prepare for that. Mm. But it's a life skill and a life skill of being able to communicate with people in a fun environment and a nice social location as well. Yeah, that, I mean, that's absolutely so true. I think it's a vital, it's a vital skill, uh, life skill that we all do need. And what better place to do it than in Toastmasters? And uh, there's no pressure. You get a lot of training or a lot of support from people as well. And you're right. Um, and I love the table topics that you mentioned um, because table topics is just a, you can have a short answer or a one minute answer or whatever. But it's not like a long speech, but it's thinking on your feet. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck is, is thinking on their feet. And I think it's true practice. So the more that you do it, and I think it's up to the individual as well, Maureen, what amount of work that they actually put in. Um, so like what you said at the beginning there, committed to doing a role even each, at each meeting just to, because then it becomes habitual and you're not as nervous the next time around putting your name forward. And the more you practice it often, um, the less, you're going to be um, going to be fearful about it or whatever. And we do have to get out of our comfort zone a little bit to grow. Yes. Um, so, and, and the more you commit, the more you, and do it in small bits. There's no point in going straight into doing a full-on speech, you know. Uh, do it in small bits. Start off with reading the mission statement or doing a role of timekeeper or whatever. And it's fun. It's fun doing the different variety, the different roles as well. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I think that's really important just to start off doing something small, whatever you're able for um, without being too pressurized and you will have the support and the feeling of having achieved that is just incredible that feeling of fulfillment and everybody wants that and you're increasing your ability to be more effective at living and communicating with people and at the end of the day human beings do need to relate to people and communicate with people and speak up and say what's on their mind and um, so many of us are afraid to say stuff and we just keep stuff suppressed and we just keep the peace and keep other people happy. So I think it's a really, it is, you're right, Maureen, it's a, it's a really important life skill. Mm -hmm. So Maureen, um, we're coming near the end here and uh, I'm just so grateful that you've taken time out today to, to be with us and just tell us a little bit about your experience in Toastmasters and, um, and what it's done for you. If I was to ask you now just to finish off, Maureen, um, can you summarise um, I've already asked you the, the, why people should join Toastmasters, but it, would you like to leave people with a message why this is so important in their, in their life and, um, yeah, just, and, and maybe just what, how it helped you improve your life? Well, I suppose it helped me improve my life is, it was fundamental in the role that I currently have now, which is where, when I started up my own business. And without Toastmasters, I wouldn't have done that. One aspect, Joanne, 
that just we, we haven't mentioned on is the whole mentoring side of things and yeah. having mentors in Toastmasters. So you arrive in and you're not sure as to what to do or how you can do anything or even the thought, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, I wouldn't have a clue where to start doing a speech. There is a structure that's there. There's a, uh, videos that are online on the program. So you're, you're guided along step by step as to how to do it. But you're also assigned a mentor somebody yeah. who's more experienced in the club who will hold your hand throughout and you know show you how to do the different roles how to put speech together that the sounding board for you so that's really good support that we we haven't mentioned as well that is there as part of the club so another member who volunteers and it was through that volunteering in the the mentor role and that i enjoyed that so much was how i ended up set, setting up my own business mm. when i took a, a career break from, from teaching so you don't know when you walk in the door at a Toastmasters meeting or you click on that Zoom link to join the Toastmasters meeting. You don't know where it's going to end up for you. You might attend a meeting and decide it's not for you. I attended my first Toastmasters meeting many, many years ago when shortly after I moved to NACE, I attended my first Toastmasters meeting. It was not for me at the time, but there was something that stayed in the back of my head and it was a good what, 10, 12 years later before I went back again and the time was right or the venue was right or the people were right or whatever it was so come along there's nothing to be lost by coming along clubs have regular open nights but you're welcome to come along to any meeting any club any time and see what it's like and see if it's for you and visit a couple of clubs because each club like any organization each club has its own atmosphere the personalities that are there are different so attend a couple of clubs to find the one that's going to be the right fit for you, if that's what you're looking for at the time. Yeah, and I love what you said about the mentors as well, because you're right, um, you know, you can go into a club and feel overwhelmed with all the different roles and the thoughts of preparing a speech. And the mentor is, and the mentor is part, you get that free as part of your membership. So it's just, and you can call them anytime outside of a meeting and have a conversation with them. They literally do hold you by, by the hand and it's a fantastic, it's another support mechanism and all the, uh, videos online the help tutorial videos there's lots lots of support to help people through and um and the mentor can go through all that and even another member of the club as well everybody is just so helpful I, that's the one aspect that really stood out for me was the friendly environment and the support as well that, that's there available in Toastmasters so Maureen we're definitely at the end here now so Maureen I just want to really um acknowledge you for coming on and the, the amazing work that you're doing inside of Toastmasters helping to improve people's lives and uh thank you so much for, for coming on today and have an absolutely fantastic day thanks a million Joanne. enjoyed the chat <laughs>